Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. Well, Mara, our guest today is Michelle Morgan, who left the role of YNR's Hillary last year and had a super dramatic send-off with Hillary marrying Devon in her hospital bed and then dying. So Michelle received an Emmy nomination for her efforts and seemed to be done with her time in Genoa City. So then she came back as Hillary's ghost a few times, but now she is back and playing a completely new role, and her resemblance to Devon's late love will certainly not go unnoticed. Which I'm into. I mean, when a character is dead, dead, and we saw Hillary pass away on screen, and it's pretty fresh in our minds because it wasn't that long ago, I do think a show like YNR, which doesn't play with Back from the Dead tales uh, as frequently as Days and GH do, they have to honor that the death is real and permanent. Mm -hmm. But of course, we want Michelle back, and I would much rather the characters acknowledge a resemblance then pretend that it doesn't exist. Like, right. to have GH's Sam not acknowledge that Finn looks exactly like Silas, who looked exactly like John McBain, when Michael Easton was being, like, recast once every two years, is just silly to me. Uh, like, never mind their connection from Port Charles as Livy and Caleb. <laughs> right. You know, but I totally agree. Like, if you're going to bring someone back, you have to play that they look just like the character they previously played. It's like so strange to have them standing there and nobody says anything and we're just supposed to go along with it. You know, it's a nice way to acknowledge the audience as well. I mean, you earn some easy goodwill right off the bat. Right. Like, we, we see the same thing you see. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and with very few exceptions, of course, like the reason a second character is being introduced is because the show wants the actor to be there and the first character isn't viable anymore either because they were killed off or because... They were, like, really nefarious and they <laughs> were, like, ultimately going to be killed off or just didn't have, like, a long shelf life. Um, but there is no guarantee that the second character is going to be as popular as the first. So in some sense, it's a leap of faith that the shows are taking. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, we saw that in a way with YNR's Mariah, who is played by Cameron Grimes. You know, Cameron was on the show as a child playing Sharon's daughter Cassie. She was killed off in 2005, and we didn't see Cameron again outside of playing Cassie's ghost a time or two until 2014 when she came back to Genoa City as Mariah, who turned out to be Cassie's twin. And, you know, that has totally worked. I mean, a very long period of time, you know, elapsed between the two, um, you know, main appearances. And, you know, it's definitely the easiest twist to make work when you have a birth that happened off screen and it turns out there were twins. You know, you really don't have to do a lot of rewriting to make it make sense, which we certainly saw in the case of these two. Yeah, there is a long and illustrious history of long last twins in daytime TV. I mean, I would love to see 
like the stats on that. Like I'm sure it bears zero resemblance to how often <laughs> it happens in real life. Um, I'm actually working on a piece for the magazine about actors who've come back in different roles, ones where like the resemblance between the characters was a story point. Mm-hmm. And the examples go back at least to the 1970s when All My Children killed off Francesca James's first character, Kitty, then brought her back a year later to play Kelly, the twin sister we never knew that Kitty had. Um, that has become such a tried and true device over the years. It happened with uh, our last guest, Vincent Irizarry, coming back to Guiding Light as Nick McHenry, mm-hmm. uh, the twin of his first character, Lou Jack. It happened on B&B with Joanna Johnson coming back as Caroline's surprise twin Karen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the other option, right, is the, like, it's just a coincidence that we're doppelgangers route, um, <laughs> which is what Another World did at the very end when Alice Barrett uh, returned as Anne, who was a dead ringer for Alice's first character, the late Frankie. And they may well have planned to make them twins, but then the show was canceled, and so that was kind of left unexplored. Yeah, I mean, you know, I imagine it is quite a challenge for writers when you lose a good actor or actress, and, you know, months or years later, you realize, yeah, I'd love to use them in story again, and you need to find a legitimate way to work them in, uh, especially if they have been killed off. I mean, there's a reason for the scene in Soap Dish, where Whoopi Goldberg is the writer, and they want her to bring someone back who was in a car crash and decapitated, (laughs) and she says, how am I supposed to write for someone who doesn't have ahead. I mean, you know, days, uh, they can just use Dr. Rolf's serum over and over to bring someone back to life, but not every show has that luxury of the built-in storytelling. Right, yeah, and I I think that too many look-alike stories are a problem in the same way that, like, too many concurrent back-from-the-dead stories are a problem. Like, we are soap fans. We're used to being taken out of the story due to it being unrealistic. Like, We'll, we'll all go along with it. Right. But we all have our limits, right? <laughs> and, you know, I'm willing to go along with whatever they can come up with to get one of my favorite stars back on a show, though. And this new character of Michelle's, Amanda, is a perfect case in point. So I am so much more open to falling in love with Amanda because it's Michelle than I would be if it was just some random newbie added to the canvas. Indeed. Well, let's get Michelle on the phone to talk about her big return to Genoa City. Hi, Michelle. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so great to be back. Surreal, but amazing. Well, we are so happy we could talk to you today. So timely. You just aired on the show again. Um, Yes. Now, I mean, there was such an outcry when you left the role of Hillary. I mean, and now you're back. Um, Yes. What did it mean to you to see just how much the fans really cared about your character and also about this return? Um, it meant a lot to me because, I mean, when you're on set and you're working so hard, you are in a bit of a bubble. You know, you don't realize, like, even with social media, you only, you feel like you're only seeing, you know, the people that see you as fans. You're, you just feel like, you still feel like you're in a little bubble. Like, so when I left and I saw how many people um, were just kind of coming out of the woodworks, and even people who just started following me and then messaging me personally and all of this stuff, it was it was pretty amazing, and it just it made it really touched my heart. Where I felt like you know I really did make an impact. You know, I came on a show that I loved my whole life, and I made such a big impact. And that to me was like that. That's more than I could have hoped for. You know, so I felt so blessed and so happy, and and so happy to kind of close that chapter that way. <laughs> so I never in a million years thought that I would come back. I'm just not. I'm not that return person, you know, like I'm kind of, you know, I have boyfriend, I had boyfriends when I was younger and it's done. I, you know, wash my hands of it and it's like they never existed, you know, like (laughs) I've never returned 
to jobs in the past. Like, I leave, it's like, I'm never going back there. But I think that they're, like, YNR is such a special place, and it was like a family, and it was, it took so much out of me to leave because it was the best job in the world and working with some of the best people um, in our industry and in our medium, and I felt so blessed that I just, I felt it was a hard decision to leave, but I thought it was, you know, a really good decision for my career, and I thought it was the, the right time. And then, you know, things change, and, um, and you know, YNR came, and they had this amazing character in mind, and I was in a different place in my life, and I felt like this was something that could be fun, you know, because I think when I left, one of the reasons was um, creative, creative cap, you know, like I thought possibly... I've played Hillary for five years. You know, what else can I do? What else can I do as an actor? And me becoming an actor was me taking a huge leap of faith in the first place. So for me to stay somewhere and just be comfortable and not push myself creatively and not, you know, see what else is out there, see what else I can do, um, felt to me like I was like letting myself down. So now when I was given this opportunity to come back home, essentially, and play a different character, it was like everything that I wanted. And then when they said she was a lawyer, I was like, oh, wow, this is like two of my dreams come true. So 100%. <laughs> okay, first of all, I feel like we need to be just taking a moment to express how lucky we are that you have returned to the podcast. If you're not the Thank return, you. sorry, we're so happy uh, <laughs> you true. were able yeah, to because go I just against talk and type. talk and talk and I never stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> we like that know, in a guest. I don't know why. Thank you. At least it works for something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, like, obviously um, what you said made total sense about feeling like creatively like a five-year run kind of exhausted everything. I'm curious, like, in the mindset that you had at the time, do you think there's any way you could have been talked into staying? Um, at that time, I don't know. I, I think that it was just, I think it was just everything was set up in this special way that I think it was, I don't know. I like, I really don't think so because I think when I left, like I even, I said it and even Brighton said it when I came back where he was like, I never thought in a million years you'd come back. Like, because it just felt like, and it wasn't because there was any animosity because there wasn't. It was really just because I was like, no, I'm I'm happy. I just, everybody was like, you seemed so content with leaving. Like you just seemed like so positive about it. So I just felt like it was the right thing to do. So I think at that time, I don't think so. And I think it was just because like Hillary had played, she played out. Like I'd seen her journey from the beginning and I saw the middle and I saw the end. And I just, it was, it just, at the, by the time they started writing Hillary leaving, I think like maybe maybe something could have been done maybe like months earlier. Like, but by the time we got down to like the last month or so, I was I even was really touched with how Hillary passed away. That I just really wanted to play out the story. So I don't think at that time anything could have happened. If like in the you know eleventh hour they were like we change our mind, I would have been like no guys I'm. I'm going. <laughs> so you should start so, yeah, a support group with my old boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, now you really did get such an amazing end to the Hillary story and the Hillary Devon journey. You know, were you satisfied with the wrap up of the character and that love story? Uh, yes, I was. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, there was a lot of mixed reviews just because people really loved Hillary, which I appreciate so much. And people really wanted me to stick around longer. Um, and I'm so happy about that because that's a huge part of the reason why I was back and why YNR, you know, felt the need to 
reach out to me. Um, but all of that being said, Hillary's story was, it was just, I've watched soap since I was a little kid and it was any actor's dream when you're talking about a soap ending, you know, like this wasn't just, I like walked into another room and never came back. Like it was a story that, you know, they took the time, they took a whole week telling it. And I had, and Hillary, my character had so many ups and downs and I had an opportunity to say goodbye and really fleshed out and close all of these relationships that I started because Hillary was in everybody's life. She was all over the place. So I really, you know, and I got to play all these different levels of emotion and I got to finally, you know, marry the love of my life and the person that, that, um, the relationship that's been so up and down and back and forth. And I got to marry him and, and resolve that. And then I got to die in his arms. Like, this is like, this is what a soap opera is about. So I know a lot of people were like, no, you can't kill her. But like, for me, I was like, I had a classic soap death. Like, you can't ask for any more for, for an actor. Like, that was, it was awesome. I felt really good about it. <laughs> well, it also got you like a lovely Emmy nomination yeah. for all your great work on yes, it. Yes, it did. <laughs> Thank you. And deservedly. Um, and Thank I feel you. like I was like going to cry all over again as you even just describe it because those Aww. were such high impact scenes. Um, so, you know, in your time away, you became a mom again. You have an adorable mm-hmm. new daughter. So you have, yes. you know, two little ones at home. Were you like, super busy auditioning or were you focusing on family like before the return came about? Um, I took some time off and I, like I told my team that I didn't want to do anything um, for a while until my daughter was pretty much until, uh, until like the following February. So I, so I didn't go out or audition or do anything um, until about then. Um, Just because I was like, I never, so in Toronto you get like, you know, America needs to know <laughs> in Canada, you get like up to 18 months maternity leave. <laughs> okay. <What>? So <laughs> all of my best friends, yeah, I know, uh, paid, <laughs> Oh my gosh. paid maternity leave, 18 months. Um, you, it's like 12 to 18. So some people take 12 and you get a little more money or you take 18 and then they stretch out the money. So you get a little bit less over time, but like you get 18 months. Okay. So for me with my son, I went back and I had six weeks of maternity leave. (laughs) And then, so this time with my daughter, I like, and at that time, I think I kind of envied my, my friends who were taking this 18 months. They like, you know, could be at home, like really enjoying being a parent and adjusting, you know, and I felt like, you know, my life was still in boxes in many senses, you know, like literally and, and I like, um, literally and figuratively. Okay. (laughs) I just felt like my life was in boxes and, I think that I needed this time off. And it's so interesting because I talk about it now that I'm back on the show with so many of my friends here. And I thought at the time I was making the move um, for a career reason, but I'm such a spiritual person. And I really feel like that move or me leaving YNR at that time was so necessary for me on a personal level. Like, you know, I think that like me and my husband got really close again. I was able to really bond with my, with my daughter. I was... I just, I I got the time that I needed so desperately Um, because I think, you know, especially with Hillary towards the end, she was really picking up speed. Like she was really in, in, in everything, you know, she was like in everybody's life, everybody's storyline. She was all over the place. So I was working a lot and I think I finally got a chance to kind of calm down and just enjoy being a mom and a wife and, you know, like 
getting my life back together. I'm a cancer, so I, like, crawled into my shell. And, you know, I know I, I checked out from social media for a bit, but it was like I just got that time, and I, I was so happy to have that. And then I started auditioning um, early early this year, actually. That's why it was so crazy. Um, I started auditioning early this year, and, um, and you know, a few things came up, but uh, me and my team were trying to be selective just because we wanted to make the right move um, just from coming off of the show. We just wanted to make the right move. But, um, but in the end, like, I did some smaller things, and I did an MLW when I was back in Canada um, called A Widow's Nightmare, which was so much fun to do. Um, and then as it was, then I, I booked another, um, a movie, another Hall, a Hallmark movie or a Lifetime movie, but then, uh, unfortunately, Y&R called, and then it was a bit of a conflict, so I had to make a decision again. Was I going to go back to Y&R? Was I going to, you know, go down a different path? And I don't know. I did a lot of soul-searching. I talked it over with my husband, and the fact that I got to come back and I got to, you know, I felt like my worth was, was really being given like they came back to me just so with such open arms and like really um really excited about bringing me back and then this character just fueled me creatively so I was just like I think it's just the right move it's weird how sometimes the universe kind of pulls you away from something just to kind of adjust and rejig everything and then brings you right back home so I'm happy to be back well we're happy to have you back um and now you had first come back as (laughs) Hillary's ghost so what was it like when they first approached you for that and then approached you to actually play a new role? Um, well, yeah, when I came back as Hillary's Ghost, people were a little surprised, but I was like, yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm coming back for just one off, you know, just just make a couple couple bucks before I, you know, move on to something else. <laughs> and then, but it was fun. You know, I just came back. I got to like kind of just dip my toe in and, you know, have fun with some of the people that I haven't seen in a while. But it was so funny how different the atmosphere was because, there was just a lot of different characters at that time. But, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then – and they kind of joked about, like, oh, you know, well, maybe maybe she'll come back for real. And I was like, ha, you're so funny. I don't think so. And then <laughs> and then a couple months later, they were like – they called me back really seriously where they're like, well, we actually really do want to bring you back. And they're like, well, just hear us out. And I sat down and I talked to Josh, um, the head writer here, and he pitched me the idea for Amanda Sinclair – Um, and I have to say that I don't even think he knew this, but like playing an attorney was something that I wanted to do in my career because it was something that I wanted to do in my life. I wanted to be a lawyer. And then right before two weeks before law school, that's when I booked my first series regular role. And that's when I kind of decided to go down this, this road of being an actor, which was crazy. (laughs) My parents thought I was crazy, but now it's all worked out. Um, so I gave up the, you know, the idea, the, the the idea of becoming an attorney. So now I get to like come back to the place that I love to work and be an attorney. Now both of my dreams just came true. So when he pitched the idea to me, I was like, I can do this. I think that it's, I think that I can come back and do this. <laughs> so, and then the challenge, you know, of, of having these relationships with other characters, um, making them unique and different from the relationships that Hillary had, even though I'm the same person. Now that's like, that's such an interesting challenge for an actor because I'm the same person, but I have to have different relationships. I have to, you know, like when I'm funny with that person, it needs to be a different type of funny. When I'm serious, it needs to be a different type of serious. When I'm angry, it needs to be a different type of anger coming from a different place and figuring out, you know, the nuances of this character and what makes them different, especially because they're both strong, powerful women. Um, It makes it a little harder. 
but yeah. Well, what was it like when you walked in on your first day? Did it feel like you had just been there or did it feel new? Um, I think that, I think that being on a daytime drama has its unique challenges where you always feel like it's your first day to a certain extent um, because, you know, you're like, oh, I'm prepared. I'm doing this all the time. And you get on set and you're like, uh, I don't, I have a monologue I don't, and I have to do it in one take. Do I know my lines? Like, am I going to be able to do this again? So I think that, you know, the first day or two, I was, I was fine. Like, it was so fun coming back to work and seeing everybody. And then as soon as the cameras rolled, there was a voice in my head that said, oh, my God, can I, can I do this? What am I doing? <laughs> there was a little bit of that for the first, I would say, the first, like, scene or two. And then, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, my gosh, I forgot. This is just one take. This is all I got. Do I have this? <laughs> Did you rehearse this enough? <laughs> but um, but then, then um, by, I, I, swear, I think by, like, the third scene with me and Brighton and it's just like working with him which has always been a blessing um I just look at Brighton and I'm like okay yeah like we're home like I just I trust him so much especially when we're working together that I was like okay we're I'm good so I felt I felt like it was riding a bike you know it was like took a it was like you were a little rusty for the first couple pedals and then you know you're just flying so yeah it didn't take very long to get back into the swing of things and I think it might have been just because I was gone for barely a year. So that might've been another reason why. Um, all right. I have a lot of questions for you, Michelle, about the wig. I want to know, mm, all right, okay. let's start with this. Whose decision yes. was it for you to, to wear one as a man then to differentiate the characters that way? Um, so <laughs> it was my suggestion because <laughs> I came up with a lot of wild suggestions that um, the executive producer was like, no. <laughs> I wanted Amanda to come back with, you know, like an accent or something. And he just shot that right down. He was like, no. <laughs> he was he was really, he really wanted me to know, which, you know, which really touched me where he's like, I want, we want you back, Michelle. And we want, we don't want, you know, we, we want you to enjoy and ha- enjoy this creative process, but we want you back. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, fine. But I'm like, but I have to be different. Like, because I, I feel like it's because I'm such a method actor in that sense that when I put on like Hillary's shoes, I felt like Hillary. When I put on Amanda's shoes, like I feel more like Amanda or more like an attorney. And um, so I was like, well, what about if she wears a wig? And he shot it down at first. He was like, no. And I brought brought in a blonde wig and he's like, definitely not. <laughs> and then, um, and then, um, one of the girls in hair and makeup was like right when he was about to walk out the door and said no she was like well what about this one and she put on um this other this brunette wig on me and he was like huh and he kind of looked at it and he was like i think this might be a possibility and then they went and they talked about it and they sent it to the network um and the network was was happy with it and they were you know a go for it so then they were like okay so i think if you're happy with it we'll do the wig thing so that was, so it was kind of my suggestion, and then yeah, and then it became everybody. Everybody got excited about it, and they were like, "Okay," because for me, I was just like, "If I'm coming back, I just like Amanda. If Matt, if if Amanda is not Hillary, then she has to. She would not look the same as Hillary, you know. And I would have to cut my hair or do something crazy. And I was getting open to that idea because they were really against the wig for a while. Um, but I was like, I don't want to ruin, I don't want to cut my hair. I don't want to like do anything crazy to my hair. So I'm like, oh, can we please just do the wig? So 
I was really happy when they were like, okay, let's do the wig. So now I'm like, I get to like come in, put on something that makes me feel totally different than Michelle and than Hillary. And I get to like play and have fun. So I hope the wig will be okay. Um, we've had our ups and downs with the wig. <laughs> it's definitely been a bit of a learning curve. Um, but I think we have it a little bit, um, you know, we have it, we have it in a good place. It's, it's set, it's settling in now. Um, so I'm hoping that, that it'll last for a bit and I'm getting to save my hair. Like every day it's like, I have this nice conditioning treatment and it's been awesome instead of applying all this heat. So it's been nice, but, um, but we'll see because they've, there has been talks about, um, about Amanda possibly taking off the wig or maybe, or maybe me just kind of coloring my hair and like committing to this like full-time for the rest of my life. <laughs> wow. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, it must have cut down your time in the hair and makeup chair considerably. Um, yes, it does. It, I went from like, yeah, like probably an hour because especially when they used to blow out my hair, it was probably about an hour for them to blow out my hair and flat iron it and curl it to now um, 15 minutes. They put braids in it and then they just slap my wig on top. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when you're in scenes with, um, you know, people who you've worked with before, is it very much on your mind that to play it differently as Amanda than as Hillary? Or is it something that by now you're just sort of in the groove of doing that? Um, It is on my mind. I mean, it's starting to become a bit second nature. Like I just had some scenes um, right before I came on the call with you um, and I, I did feel the sense of, okay, I get her now, you know, like I, I don't have, I'm not really thinking about Hillary as much, but, um, but in the beginning and every now and then there, because I do feel like she's, the writers know me. So because of that, like by the end of it, they were really writing for Hillary, um, in my voice. I don't know how to explain it. It was like, it was like, as I was, you know, as I was playing Hillary, um, the way that I said things started to bleed into the dialogue and the way that they wrote for Hillary. So now I feel like because they know that I'm back, they know that they're still writing for me. So I think that they're even falling into the default of making it sound like Hillary. So there's times that I read it and I'm like, I know exactly how to say this like Hillary. Like this would be like a no brainer if I was back on the show like Hillary, but now trying to actively make it sound like Amanda Sinclair has been difficult because I feel like it is written similar to Hillary. So trying to just take out all of the, the, um, being condescending, being a little over the top, like trying to take all of that out has been, has been hard because I felt like that's what made Hillary, you know, her made her like a character that a lot of people love. So now it's finding, you know, a new way to, to do this, you know, to, to make people and to make the fans happy and make them love this new character, but in a different way. So it has been difficult and I have still been thinking about Hillary because of that. Like there is times where I'm not sure how Hillary would say the line. So I'm like, I, and I actively don't want it to be like Hillary. So I would literally just get it out and I would say it the way Hillary would say it while I'm, you know, prepping my scenes. And then I'm like, okay, so now that I know Hillary would do it like that, now I know exactly how to like not do that. (laughs) And then I'll just go, you know, the complete other direction and just make her really business and professional and to the point and, and just kind of understate a lot of different things. And I think Hillary was funny in her way. And what I'm trying to play with is making Amanda a little, because Hillary was like a little bit over the top in your face, kind of funny, you know? Um, and 
Amanda, I kind of want to make her really dry in terms of her humor, where it's like she doesn't even notice that she's being funny. Like she, like she's not trying to be condescending or rude. It's just like that's just the way that it is, and I have to go now. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like I just want to make her like you know this very direct person that that can still have you know bring that that comedic edge, but in a different way. So trying we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens um but you know we're trying all new things all different things so we'll see how amanda settles in and um, what her voice is going to sound like well wait speaking of i want to know what kind of accent would you have chosen for her uh, I, I really wanted to do a british accent <laughs> hit, it, hit us with your british accent know. come on tell us <laughs> oh no i don't know i, I was gonna get a dialect poacher and really do it right okay i can't i can't do it now like on the fly like this because then if production hears it they're gonna be like see we made the right choice <laughs> so i don't want to give them <laughs> the satisfaction I yeah i don't want to give them ammunition to tell me that like you know that i couldn't do it well i'm like no i could have done it <laughs> that is so funny. So, let's just you know keep my accent you know in secret yeah, for the next one. We'll save it for another podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so tell tell us uh, about working with Brighton again. You said it was like riding a bike. Well, what kind of reaction did he have, first of all, to, to finding out that you would be coming back? And then talk more about, uh, if you would, uh, reuniting with him on set. Because I feel like there's some minor interest in that among the, the fans of the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, he was, he was surprised. Like he, but you know, some of this, it didn't happen because, you know, we know each other personally. We're friends. So I had a barbecue at my house before and he, I was just like, I can't believe I'm going back. Like, you know, in like two days or in a week, I don't know when I was, I was going back. And he was like, yeah, I had, I did not think in a million years you'd be coming back. And I was like, <laughs> I know because I'm not that person. I'm so like, I'm very headstrong when I make a decision. That's what I do. And so he was really surprised, but he was like, but it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be so happy to have you back. And, you know, he's like, I never thought that I would work with you again on this show. He's like, I thought maybe, you know, in something else, but never on this show again. So I'm like, all right, look, this is going to be fun. We get to like play again. So, so yeah, since being back, it's been interesting because I like, I have to, which what became so fun about playing like Hillary and Devon was that Hillary and Devon had so much history that I really played into and bled into every single scene where it was like, every time I looked at Devon, it was like, I was thinking about all these different things that it made it so interesting for me. And I feel like that's what a lot of the viewers picked up on. And, you know, like me and Brighton were, were friends. We have this natural chemistry that feels easy. So that is what made Hillary and Devon so special. And, you know, that that's what made them them. But now being Amanda, it's like I come on to set and like we're still playing and we're still having fun. But it's like I have to like take all of that away. You know, like I can't I can't look at him the same way that I used to look at him when I was Hillary. You know, I, I don't know who he is. So there's this and and Hillary and Devon, it was always like they had this natural connection. But Amanda's a different person. So I can't allow that to happen. But I like I, I was telling Brighton today, I'm like, but you, like, you have such a golden opportunity here because it's inherent in in your struggle. Like, 
you you did have this history with Hillary, and now there's a woman who's standing in front of you who looks just like Hillary. So you can look at me like I'm Hillary. You can like have those like interesting battles within yourself, which I'm like, that's like such a that's an artist's dream. Like I'm like, you're so lucky right now. But I just kind of have to look at him like he's a stranger. Like, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's been fun, but it's been it's just it's just been different. So um, so I'm excited to see where it's gonna go because. At the end of the day, Amanda isn't Hillary, and there is some like there's something to be said about that because it's weird because Amanda because Amanda isn't Hillary. If Devon and Amanda get together so easily, it will feel like Hillary and Devon wasn't as special. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. In this weird way, where I'm like, it'll it'll feel like something wasn't as special, like because it'll just feel like, oh, he's just falling in love with and with her looks or anybody who looks like Hillary. So I feel like if that ever did happen, it would have to happen at a slower pace and in a completely different way. Um, so that would be an interesting journey if I do end up working with um, with Brighton in that way again. So I don't know. We'll see. Would they be Avon? We I guess see. we'll have to see. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. Or, or Brighton said it, um, Demanda. <laughs> I, I was thinking Demanda. It'll be it, Demanda. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds, I don't know, the word demand is sort of in there. So we'll see. Yeah, Demanda. We demand Demanda. <laughs> that would be interesting. It's a hashtag we'll waiting to happen. I, yes, I think it is. so. Um, <laughs> now, since Hillary's passing, Devon has moved on with Elena. Uh, did you know Brittany Sarpy mm-hmm. before uh, being on set with her at YNR? And what has she been like no. to interact with? Um, no, I didn't know her before. Um, I met her when I came on as a ghost. Um, and she is like a sweetheart. She's like one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Like, she's just, she's so sweet and like, um, her and Brighton, they look like they look like the same person. They they look so adorable and so perfect on screen mm-hmm. that I love them and I love that you know this journey that they've been on has been really interesting. So and uh, you know I've, and we've chatted a lot and she's yeah she's a really cool and awesome girl and and I was so happy to pass along my scene partner. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe so, yeah, steal hers her steal hers away. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. But she's been because we've had some conversations and she's kind of like me where she's like, yeah, you should totally play that. You know, like I think we're both a little bit like riskier and we want we like to have like a lot of fun in our work. And Brighton, you know, he's played Devon for so many years. So I feel like he gets a little a little protective of Devon where he's like, no, well, I don't want Devon to look like, you know, to look like a jerk or to look like, um, you know, to look bad. Like I want him to be this and this and this. I'm like, ugh. Brighton, it's fine. Nobody's gonna hate you. <laughs> like you know, just just try something. And then she's all she's like on my team where she's like, yeah, you should do that. That would be interesting. That'd be fun. So, yeah, she's she's super cool. Um, we're still you know getting to know each other, and and she's come to come to my house, and we've had a couple barbecues. So I think you know there's a friendship in our future. Um, but but yeah, she's a really sweet girl, and I'm I'm looking forward to you know getting to know her more and. Possibly, I don't know. I don't know if this will be a rival thing or if this will be a friendship thing. So we'll see. So I'm excited to kind of continue to work with her. And I've seen some of her work and it's been great. So so looking forward to it. So 
it's not like Hillary was like the sweetheart of Genoa City or, or anything like that. And the fans, you <laughs> know, still, I know it, it, this is just one, one woman's opinion. But, you know, obviously <laughs> she was still a huge hit with the audience. So I'm curious in bringing Amanda onto the canvas, are you nervous at all about the fans accepting you in this role and accepting her? Of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Because Hillary was, Hillary was a great character, but it, but she was a complicated character. And I think that's what made her interesting. And I think that's what made her connect with so many different fans because she was broken and we're all broken, but she, she, you, her brokenness was so apparent and her desperation to be better, um, was, was what I think in, in a way resonates with people because we're all just trying to be better. We're all just trying to be the best people that we can be. And, and I think that's, that was, what was so interesting to play her and what was so interesting to watch her was just the fact that she was, she was trying her best. She was trying so hard and, you know, she has her, her downfalls and her shortcomings. Um, but at the end of the day, it was just one girl, you know, really just being raw and real and just trying to figure out this thing called life. And I think with Amanda, she comes to the canvas in a way, in a place where she's a little more sure of herself. Um, and she, and she's, I almost feel like, like when I think about her in my head, I just kind of imagine her as being like Hillary. Like she's the person that Hillary wanted to be. You know, she's very, um, she's very confident. She's very, um, she's confident with herself in her career. Um, she's made it. She's a hard worker. She's no BS, no drama with her. Like she, she's just a completely different person in that sense. So because of that, I feel like now I have to, take those things that they're saying that, you know, she's strong, she's powerful, she's confident. Um, she is, she's Hillary, you know, 10 years from now, very like self-assured and like she knows herself and she knows where she's going and she's no, and, and she doesn't hold back from people then and take all of that and be that, but then also humanize her. And I think that's what made Hillary interesting was that there was this human element to her. And now it's like finding that for Amanda is going to be interesting because it's a different side of myself and I have to I have to find that. I don't know. Um, so that's been, it's been hard just because this isn't like a completely different character in terms of like, like some of the, some of the descriptions for Amanda was very similar to the descriptions for Hillary, you know? So I do think that fans are going to kind of, they're, they're going to see that I'm playing her very differently. And I wonder if, they're going to take to her as easily or if they're going to have a hard time with the transition. I don't know because I am trying to play her as different as possible. Um, but, you know, she's still this strong woman. Um, and I think that that's important. I think that's important to have um, in this medium. So I'm happy that she is that. But now it's just making that different, which has been interesting. And I'm just, I really do hope that they, um, that they can see me in this role and that we can kind of, figure it out together because that was the whole thing with Hillary. I really listened to what the fans were saying and I really tried to, to bring something that was different and that was new. And, and I think really at the end of the day, my journey on the show, we figured out who Hillary was like together, you know? Um, and I think it's, it's going to be the same process with, with Amanda. It's going to take, you know, a little bit to kind of get her, get her feet going and, you know, figuring out what the fans like and what they don't like and, and bringing in some comedic elements because I just feel like I can't act without some kind of comedy in there, <laughs> but like making it different than Amanda, than Hillary, I mean, 
And um, and then, yeah, just trying to figure out what the fans want and give them that in a new and different and fresh way. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone who you didn't work with the first time around who you would love for, for Amanda to cross paths with? Well, yes. So Hillary was best friends with Phyllis. Um, and it was awesome working with Gina. Um, but I've never worked with Michelle Stafford. And growing up, I watched Michelle Stafford um, on TV for years. And I think she really inspired my, my, you know, my dream of becoming an actress. Like I thought she was the best thing since sliced bread on YNR. Like, you know, like I was like, this, like Phyllis is amazing. Like, and I thought like, I was like, cause I even remember, I remember when Phyllis got with Nick and I was like, this is disturbing. I don't like the storyline. What are they doing? And then I just like, was like, let me just watch this. And I watched, like, I watched Michelle Stafford just, like, own that transition. And she made it work on this level where I was like, it was something that I could never see before. And her as an actor just took it on and really made it something great. And by the, by, you know, like, I think a few months in, I was like, I was like champion for like Nick and Phyllis where I was like, yeah, no, they're good. Like, you know, bring (laughs) them together. And I loved like Nick and Sharon together. And all of a sudden it was like totally okay. So I feel like, (laughs) I feel like Michelle can really do anything and she can, and I'm just, I'm so excited. And when I started on the show, she had actually just left. Like, um, she left a month after I started on the show. So I kind of met her, but I never had the opportunity to work with her. So I would love to work with um, with Michelle Stafford this time around since she's back. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And you know, we've been chatting, and we've and she knows the history with um, with Phyllis and Hillary. So we were even talking about it would be really interesting if um, we were rivals now, because you know, like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, to be a rival. For Phyllis, would be amazing. <laughs> so I'm like, because just to see that, like, I remember that. That's one of the things I loved about the way that Michelle Stafford played Phyllis was just when she got mad, you know, when she got angry, when something did not go her way, the way that she would react was always so interesting and so many different levels and nuances. And so to play with her like that would be so much fun. And it would be interesting because Hillary and Phyllis were friends. So now to have Amanda and Phyllis be enemies, it would be a really cool dynamic. So, you know, just throwing it out there just in case, you know, the writers or the producers are listening. That's um, right. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah. Um, well, is there anything you want to say to the fans before we let you go just um, about the new role or just about their support that they've given since you've been gone? Yeah, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And I want to also say that I'm sorry because I've been really um, – I've I've been really off with social media, like, because we've been doing this all in secret, so I don't even know what to post. And then, <laughs> you know, I want to post pictures of me leaving set or being in the car, and I there's something in my mind that feels like, oh, my gosh, they're going to, like, see my makeup and know that I was on Y&R because they're just so smart and they're so good. So I've been, like, consciously not posting um, very much, and I feel like people are like, are you alive? Because <laughs> if it doesn't happen on social media, it doesn't really happen. Of so I was like, yes, I'm still here. I exist, um, and I was, I'm so happy for their support, and, and the whole reason why I'm back on the show is because of them, so I appreciate it. And the whole reason why, you know, YNR came to me and gave me this opportunity is because of them. It's because of the work that, that we've done together to create a character that I feel like was iconic for her time, and then now, you know, we get the chance to do it again. So I'm really excited for this new journey and this new chapter with all of the fans out there, and I'm so appreciative that 
you know, they backed me and they really fought for me to kind of come back and to, you know, be valued by the show. And I think that that's, that's very telling and that's why I'm here. So, so just thank you. Thank you. And thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are definitely excited to start this new journey with you and Amanda. And so everyone needs to start tuning in if they aren't and to keep tuning in if they are. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing what you're bringing. Thank you for having me. All right. I look forward to our next podcast and hearing your accent. Work on that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yes. The next one or the next one. We'll see. <laughs> Talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Guys have Michelle. a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Michelle Morgan for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.